Welcome to the Seacoast Vineyard Church podcast. We are a vineyard church located in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, and we invite you to enjoy this message from God's Word. Have you ever been given a responsibility and then not given the tools to do the job with? Have you ever had a boss like that? Someone that came along and said, here's your next project. And here's what you need to do. Here it is. And then they say, just go do it. And you're like, I'm going to need this. I'm going to need that. Why haven't they given me this? But you go out and you do your best and you try to get it done, right? I don't know why, but I've had most of the jobs I've had in my life have always had bosses like that. They never gave me what I needed to get the job done. They just gave you the project. And then you had to go out and get your own tools and your own every you know, all of this. Even when I, when I went on staff at the first church, you know, I was so excited. I was like, oh, man, you know, this senior pastor that hired me, he's going to like, going to take me alongside him. And I'm going to have all this time with him. He's going to teach me this. And he gave me a key to the building, and that was it. And then it was like, go do uh, your thing, Tim. Go do it, you know. And I'm like, but I, yeah, yeah, yeah. It really helps when you have, uh, you have what you need to get done what you're supposed to get done. Um, I was reminded of this uh, back years ago. I got out of the water surfing at the Yachtsman. It's the middle of the wintertime. It, it's dark. It's just getting dark. I'm the last one out of the water. I'm in a wetsuit. I get to my car. I go to crank it up, and it cranks but there's no accelerator. It just sits there. And so I'm like, it's freezing cold. I'm in a wetsuit. I need to get back to Conway. I wonder what's going on. So then things were a lot easier, right? So I open the hood, look under there, and it's the accelerator cable has snapped in two. And so I'm like, surely I've got a pair of needle nose pliers and a few little trinkets here and there, something, a piece of wire, something I can wire this up with, nothing in the trunk of that car because it was my brother's who is Mr. Super Geekdom and only has books in his trunk, you know, and so, uh, and I represent that now. But then, you know, it was like, where are the tools? And uh, so anyway, I'm looking around and I'm saying, I got to get back. And so I go down on the beach and there's this ball of twine right in the, right in the water. And so I grab this ball of twine, I separate it from the seaweed and I get a piece about that long, and I tie it to the carburetor where that is, and then I reach down, find the broken cable, twist it, tie it around it, keep pulling it, and then pull it back up through the window, and went, vroom, vroom, vroom. <laughs> All right, this will work, you know? So I pull out from the Yasmin down here, you know, wetsuit. I, I mean, I beard, long hair then. I'm soaking wet window down, of course, so I can get the car going, and I'm stopping at the light up here, heading out on 501, and all these cars pull up by me and look at me, and I'm one, 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 but I want you to know I made it back, you know, I, I could only go 35 miles an hour, but you know what? It cost me a lot more than it needed to in order to get back, and sometimes in, uh, we're looking at the, the Holy Spirit, we're looking at signs of life, where in the book of Acts, where God has come along and just dropped in on this early new church, this just beginning, the, the very first generation of the, re, the results of Jesus' wonderful work on the cross and his resurrection. And so we've been tracking, taking about four or five weeks here to do this. Today we're going to bring it to a close and we're going to be over in Acts 10 where we'll launch out and take a look at the Holy Spirit. 
uh, up until this time, we've just watched, uh, you know, this everything change. I mean, everything changed after Jesus rose from the dead to the day of Pentecost. And Pentecost was the launching of the church. And we stand in the shadow and in the wake of that very first Pentecost, that we are the results of that. Those of us who follow Jesus and gather as a church, we're the result of that. And so it's incumbent upon us to read these things, to read the history of the early church so that we can get an idea of exactly what this is supposed to be like for us. And if you've ever read, I hope you have, the book of Acts, most of us don't live that kind of life. Have you noticed that yet? And uh, I have always been challenged, but I've also been a little bit hungry and thirsty to taste what I read in the book of Acts. And I have seen, I have seen it a few times in my life where God has dropped in and done amazing things in people's lives and along this beach. And uh, here in Acts 10, Peter, it says, while Peter was still speaking these words, the Holy Spirit came on all who heard the message. The circumcised believers, that is the Jewish believers who had come with Peter, were astonished that the gift of the Holy Spirit had been poured out even on the Gentiles. For they heard them speaking in tongues and praising God. Father, bless the reading of your word today. Holy Spirit, we welcome you here. You are good. And uh, we ask for you to teach us. We open our hearts to you. Lord, I need your help. Holy Spirit, help me in my weakness let your word, that what you want us to hear, because that will change us, come through. And we open our ears, our hearts to you this morning. Uh, you're welcome here, Holy Spirit, in Jesus' name. Amen. Here's the setting. Yeah, it's the Gentiles, the Roman centurion, it's Cornelius and his group, and they're hungry for God. And Peter comes to them, and he begins to preach. And in this passage, which I love, it's... Like in Peter's sermon, he gets to a certain point where God just says, they've heard enough. <laughs> and all of a sudden, the Holy Spirit, the presence of God just drops on them. And there are, there are uh, times in the, in the book of Acts, especially where we read that, it, that the Holy Spirit fell on them. Now, we know that the Holy Spirit comes to us when we become Christians. That's how we have this exchange, how... We become followers of Jesus. Indeed, he is with us always as Christians. But there is also a, another way the Holy Spirit comes. And that is that he will drop in and on us at certain times. He will come upon us. And that's what we read. In. And, you know, some of us get a little scared about this whole tongues thing here. But can I tell you something? It's not the unknown tongue that causes the most problems. So relax, all right? We should be a lot, you know, a lot more concerned with the known tongue than the unknown tongue. And I'm not going to be able to unpack all of this about uh, tongues and all, but there, uh, we'll talk a little bit about the gifts. But you have a fill-in on the back side of your handout if you want to track along. And right from the beginning of this scripture in Acts 10, and also in Acts 1, as Jesus was talking to his disciples, we see that the Holy Spirit is a gift. 
It is a gift to us. Remember, I keep saying over in John 14, 15, and 16 in the Gospels, when Jesus gathered with his best friends, he kept telling them over and over again, I'm going to have to go. I've got to go back to my father because the father is going to give to you. I'm going to ask him to, and the father is going to give you a gift. And the Holy Spirit, this is what in Acts 1, 4, it says, while he was eating with them. So Jesus is having a meal, which he loves to have meals with the people. And he's having a meal with them. This is after his resurrection. And he tells them, he's like, don't leave Jerusalem. Don't do it. Until, you know, but wait for what? The gift. This is in Acts 1-4. But wait for the gift my father promised, which you have heard me speak about. And here it is again. A lot of us, we don't realize that in the gift, in the giving of the gift, is God's way of saying, you can do this. Here is what you need to get, get this done. The gift of the Holy Spirit. And and I honestly believe believe that is why. um, It's why he told them to stay in the room. You know. It's like don't don't just head out. Have you noticed Peter? Like Peter before this. Before the gift. He would just. He would try wouldn't he? I mean he really would. You can't say that Peter wasn't zealous at many times. I mean he was a very emotional dude. You know. I mean he would respond rather uh, vociferously, you know, to whatever Jesus said. I mean, you know, he goes from chopping ears off, you know, when somebody threatens to arrest Jesus to denying him, right? I mean, he is a man of passion. And Jesus, here's the way I read this, is like to Peter and to the other guys, it's like, you know, look at how you've handled this thus far. You're going to need some help, all right? So don't head out willy-nilly. Go to your rooms and stay there. Until you receive the gift. Until the gift of the Holy Spirit comes upon you. And then what happens? Peter goes from this, at times, violent reactionary. And other times, coward, den- cowardly denier. To one of the best preachers you've ever seen in your life. Standing up with full boldness before thousands of people he didn't know. And preaching Jesus to them. What a difference the gift made in his life. And it is a gift. You know, it's not what you earn. It's not like if I'm a good boy, if I'm a good girl, if I do the right things, God is going to give me a gift. Well, that's not a gift, is it? That's right. That's a a reward. Now, you get a reward at the end of time as well, no doubt about it. But the Holy Spirit is a gift to you. It comes exclusively because of his great love and his great wonder as far as how he's created you and what you need in order to accomplish what he always does.
Thanks for listening to the Seacoast Vineyard Podcast. We are a vineyard church located in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, and you can learn more about us by visiting seacoastvineyard.com. If you need prayer, you can call us or email care at seacoastvineyard.com. If you feel called to support us financially through a one-time or recurring gift, please click on the Give tab at our website or text any amount to 84321 and follow the prompts.